Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Yet. Ah, the yet. That's a big one. And for the record, it is three Republicans who decided against this. Not four, but Tony, four Republicans voted against impeachment. The vote of Representative Gallagher, who's taking it on the chin, was a procedural vote to to allow the impeachment to come back. Now, why Speaker Johnson brought it to the floor? This I don't have an answer for, considering you did not have Congressman Steve Scalise in the chamber. He's dealing with some medical issues. You wait for him to get back. When Democrats need somebody back, they literally wheel them in. They change the rules. Al Green, Congressman Green of Texas, showed up, I believe it was, in a wheelchair without shoes. Republicans can't figure out how to have all their people together. Never mind that Ken Buck has lost his mind. Never mind that not voting for impeachment of Mayorkas is a gigantic, gigantic failure. I don't know why they brought the vote. But this vote will come back. And Congressman Gallagher, Mike Gallagher, is taking it on the chin, man. You want to talk about bad messaging from the Republican Party. Good God. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. And the the most important thing I have learned from the Democrats, uh, so it didn't work out this time. Do it again. Keep doing it until you get what you want. That's what the Democrats have taught America. Don't be surprised when it gets utilized against you. And by the way, Mayorkas, is terrible. I will get into more of that as well as Ronna McDaniel, who heads up the RNC, is going to be stepping down as the head of the RNC. And I couldn't figure out what celebratory music uh, to play. Uh, do I just do a simple... Well, I see, see if I had it set up right. That doesn't matter. I'm glad she's gone. She should have been gone months ago. She should have been gone a year ago. And I will put that on Trump for allowing her to stick around through all these failures and supporting her. The craziest story is that Matt Gates. Congressman Matt Gates has come out to say, and I'm quoting, I fully endorse Kevin McCarthy for RNC chair. The 
the former speaker, who Gates single-handedly moved out with the motion to vacate. Kevin is well-organized and a very high-revenue fundraiser. He will also be well-liked by the RNC committee. The RNC chair doesn't make any policy decisions, set any agenda, or negotiate against Democrats ever. Kevin would be terrific. Dude. This is comedic, but problematic. Uh, and, and, and just for the record, Kevin McCarthy, I think, would actually do a very good job as RNC chair. Very good job. Very good. But uh, if you don't think he's going to be a guy who uses the platform to discuss policy, I don't think you know which end is up. And honestly, after how he got treated, I'm not so sure the RNC can afford him. But they sure as hell could not afford Ron McDaniel. What with the millions being spent on uh, consultants and flowers? Oh, that reporting from Jennifer Van Lahr over at Red State. If you never saw it, we did have it over at TonyCats.com. I will repost it. Oh, my goodness. You look at what Democrats spend on. You look at what Republicans spend on. Be a consultant, kids. That's where all the cash is. Oh, they don't want to win elections. But my God, you can have yourself a nice vacation to Cancun anytime. We will get more into the impeachment of Mayorkas, more into the border deal. And this Jennifer Crumbly case in Michigan, I didn't really follow it. I have questions. I look for answers. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I don't want to step all in Matt Bear's world. But exactly how bad is this thing on 32? I don't know. I don't know if Matt's working yeah, it's, or... Yeah, it's not 32. It's um, southbound 65. That's, okay, that's where so, we shut down. Lebanon, right? Yes. Uh, Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. That's Matt Bear from the WIBC Traffic Center. They're forcing you on to 32. That was an update from Tara Hastings as, as you were discussing it. How, I'm looking at the traffic camera, and I'm like, that's that's awful. Yeah, so, we're not moving. We're not moving at all. And, uh, so what happened on 65 southbound, and where exactly? Okay, it's southbound 65. The closure is after U.S. 32 or to the south of State Road 32. It's not a U.S. highway. It's a state road. And because of the closure, traffic's backed up about a mile and a half. And what I'm looking at right now is we still trying to figure out what's in the crash. We know there aren't any semis, but as far as severity of the injuries, we're still figuring out that too. The problem as far as traffic goes is what's happening in Lebanon right now. I mean, southbound lanes of State Road 39, this is Lebanon Street, are backed up for, I'm going to about say a mile from the main route, east-west route of Lebanon, which happens to be State Road 32 South Street. So if people are trying to reroute right now through Lebanon, 
uh, they're on the waiting list. It, it's going to take a minute as, as not only these northbound, southbound routes are backed up, but the east-west as well. We're talking about the main roads right now in Lebanon. So getting to and from 65 is not going to be easy if you're using Lebanon as a reroute right now. There's going to be some stop traffic that you encounter. I'm looking at uh, the, the traffic cameras that, that you look at, and it's just, that is not fun. There is no part of this that's enjoyable, people. We have to be really careful. I mean, so many times when we get backups like this, Tony, we get secondary crashes, and that's a crash caused by the backup when, you know, there's some terminology there that I have issue with. But we have to be careful in these delays because as we look at these cameras, Tony, I I see all these semis in in these very large trucks, and I have a very small car. It's kind of a precarious situation to be in if you are driving a vehicle next to one of these semis. Don't get into a hurry please Uh, just take your time uh, try to zip or merge whenever it's trying to exit and uh, just try to be patient i know everybody's going to work we don't want to be late to work that's the worst thing in the world it it, it really does suck but this is i i I, you always have the potential for something else to happen in a delay like this and and, you know we don't deserve that we're we're good there are so (laughs) many worse things than being late for work right but i'm saying that's that's i can create that list right now yeah Right? I'll, I'll start. We'll, we'll do it back and forth. We have not practiced this. Things worse than being late for work, Matt Bear. I'll, I'll start. Go. Gout. Gouts? Uh, yeah, I, I don't want gout. Um, infidelity. Ooh. Ooh. So much worse than being late for work. Hate to go um, there. Uh, a splinter in a private area. Ooh. That's... that's Things worse, that's worse than being late for work. Than being late to work. Um, so we have gout. Infidelity, splinter in a private area, which sometimes happen if there's infidelity. A rash that you can't stretch, a rash that you can't scratch because it's in a place that you can't reach. A rash or an itch in general, or yeah. is it something that that has to be you know growing and needs a doctor's attention and maybe a salve? Ooh, that's a lot worse than being late to work. I gotta say, right, yeah, right. So, so, so it's not just an itch; it has to be some kind. <laughs> of ongoing rash that you got probably, again, from the infidelity. <laughs> it's going to turn you into a hypochondriac. <laughs> these are all things worse than being late for work. I'll say, yeah, you don't want any of these things. Right. We could just, you want to just continue on the list? If you have something for the list, uh, worse than being late for work, uh, let Matt Bear know on traffic, uh, on Twitter, X, Matt and Traffic. Yes. On the Twitter X. Yoko Ono what, solo album. There you go. That's what it should be, uh. That should be filled with things that are worse than being late for work. Um, it, it, don't worry about it. The meeting, everything else, guys, it'll all work out. If you need a note, just just say, hey, Tony Katz said it was fine. Matt Bear said I could be late. We'll take care of your boss. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. We got you covered. Cracking my nose. Um, but also, uh, to this is doesn't look like it's getting cleared up anytime soon. Uh, it, or is this, this isn't temporary to you, is it? Um, it could be an extended closure. I mean, a lot of that's determined by what's in the crash and the severity of the injuries. Um, whether or not an investigation is warranted right now, we're still figuring that out. If there is an investigation warranted, there could be a critical injury or a serious injury or, unfortunately, even a fatality. But that often extends the closure time. Now, if we just have cars here that we need to move to the side, well, hopefully we can get a lane open here before too long. Problem is the people I'm talking to, and as you can see with the cameras right now, Tony, is that 
it's really hard to see in the dark. <laughs> I don't know what you, it doesn't matter if you're uh, looking at the camera right at the crash. It's just tough to see with the headlights coming at you. So I'm figuring this out. A lot of good people are working with me trying to figure this out. And everybody just kind of be cool the best you can right now. You know, that's what we're looking at. That is Matt Bear from the WIBC Traffic Center. Follow him, Matt in Traffic, on Twitter. We'll keep up with this. We'll get you more updates in just a couple of minutes. I've been, I actually got asked uh, from a friend of mine who, who listens to the show in, in, New, in New Jersey. Dave, what's up, kid? Um, what do I think of the Jennifer Crumbly case? And I said, I'm sorry. I don't actually know what you're talking about because I didn't know it by name. Because I don't follow some of these things as closely as others. I'm not a, a true crime guy. But this is really a story about second, uh, possibly the Second Amendment. And then how far can one extend somebody else's guilt? So the story here is about a 15-year-old who shot and killed four at a school in Michigan in November of 2021. Last name of Crumbly. Well, the jury was now tasked with deciding whether or not the parents, the mother and the father, were also guilty of involuntary manslaughter because of what their 15-year-old son did. They made the argument that the parents not only purchased the gun for the 15-year-old, they did not respond to warning signs exhibited by their son. School officials calling violent drawings that were done as a school assignment, searching online for bullets at schools, at school, and that um, the parents chose not to take their son home. I remember this part of the story. Despite the school telling them to get him immediate help and offering them facilities that provided same-day mental health care services. And they're like, we can't take him home. We both have work. They found the mother. They're charging the mother and the, and, the, and the father separately. They found her guilty of involuntary manslaughter. There is a story here about whether or not this is rational. Because if we're now going to find parents guilty for the actions of their children, well... There's a lot of ways that can play out in ways that you may not have thought of. This case is interesting in in how they went about it. And what is the parental role? Because part of this can be seen in another way, which is this is codifying the parental role. We're going to talk about this in the days ahead. Love to hear your take on it. Let me know on the X at Tony Katz or Tony at TonyKatz.com. you're somebody who pushes for a $20 an hour minimum wage and then get upset that your Big Mac costs more, I think you need some time alone. Maybe just, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a dark room or maybe, maybe a room that's very well lit with a mirror so you can look into it and say to yourself, I am the problem. No, not me. You. You are the problem. But when you're doing it, you would say I, because that would be the proper tense. I am the problem. You are the problem. Do you get that? You fool. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. 
the CEO of McDonald's, admitting that sales have gone down because menu prices have gone up. The Big Mac combo in Chicago, maybe in other places, is now nearly $18. That's McDonald's, people. And the point of the CEO, uh, which is Chris Kamchinsky, I think what you're going to see as you head into 2024 is probably more attention to what I would describe as affordability. How do you get affordability at $20 an hour? Well, you're a company. You figure it out. Good take. Counter argument. You figure out where to get food. You keep stealing from the local Walgreens and the Walgreens closes. So what does the, what, what happens? Well, it's clearly racism. This is what happens when ignorance is allowed to be thought of as intelligence. $20 an hour is untenable and the business won't pay the price. You will, you will, or the employees will be eliminated and then there'll be no jobs. It'll all be automated. And then the food will be delivered to you by Roomba. There are no solutions. There are only trade-offs. That's Thomas Sowell, and he's right. So, don't complain. Don't complain when you scream about minimum wages and fairness. If you believed in fairness, you wouldn't believe in the minimum wage at all. But that would involve a, uh, a conversation regarding economics and theory and, well, can't have that when you're only thinking about your emotions. Now, can you? Yeah, I really have an issue with these people. These ridiculous pseudo-intellectual freaks. They want their cake and eat it too. It's not the way the world works. Not any world that you'd want to live in anyway. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Traffic on the five. Oh my God, what just happened to me? You all right? Well, I don't know. Now I'm now there's questions. What is that? Wait a second. What is that? When my what? voice does that, it's it's What it's... is Did did we go back in time? <laughs> Are you thinking like puberty or what? Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> like I don't know. I'm I'm going to I'm going to kiss Molly Blankenship under the bleakers. Why not? By the way, I have no idea who Molly Blankenship is. Everybody. Where did that name come from? What is happening to me right now? Everybody knows Molly Blankenship, Tony. Oh, come on! She did get around. Yeah, I'm just—I did nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, you know. I—I uh... I, I wanted to come in serious. I apologize for the for the voice crack, but Matt Bear following some serious developments on 65 uh, southbound. This is a fatal crash. The closures are everywhere. What's the latest? Matt? All right, Tony. Here it is. Southbound 65 in Lebanon closed. A State Road 32 because of a fatal crash. A pedestrian was struck by a vehicle, causing a closure. The closure could be extended because of investigation. We can expect that traffic right now is stopped.
ramp to US 52. If I want to get around the stop traffic and closure, I'm exiting on from southbound 65 to State Road 47, then traveling west to US 52 and going south into Lebanon. Now, other roads right now in Lebanon are really bad. Lebanon Street, South Street, also known as State Road 39, State Road 32, respectively. Heading into that intersection with Lebanon and South, traffic is really backed up from that intersection point. So we have a little bit of gridlock starting here. We definitely have a delay on southbound 65 again. As southbound 65 closed as State Road 32 because of a fatal crash. Traffic sponsored by Suburban Indy Home and Outdoor Living Show. The Spring Suburban Indy Home and Outdoor Living Show offers free parking and $5 tickets at SuburbanIndyShows.com. February 9th through the 11th at Grand Park in Westfield. I'm Matt Bear with traffic on the fives. Follow us at WIBC Traffic. 33 degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. You can get all the traffic updates by following Matt on X. Matt in traffic. You can follow him there on X. Which Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. His Twitter, and you'll get all the updates throughout the morning and throughout the day. Follow Matt and Traffic on Twitter X. The time is 647. A strong one about Tucker Carlson interviewing Vladimir Putin. The answer is not until I see the interview. What? What is the strong opinion I'm supposed to have? Tony Katz. That's me, by the way. 93 WIBC. Good morning. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Uh, become a supporter over there. I only would say thank you. If you do, I'd greatly appreciate it. He went to Russia. He's done an interview. Haven't seen the interview. Is 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 this really a, a newsworthy story? Well, the answer is it could be. The conversation would have to revolve around what did he ask? What did he ask of Vladimir Putin? Well, you know, Tucker Carlson is just a is just a simp for the Russians. That's all he is, and uh, he'll do he'll do anything the Russians say. He just loves himself, some Vladimir Putin. I don't know that, but certainly Tucker has said things about support uh, of Ukraine, and we shouldn't be uh, supportive of Israel. We have to focus on on America, and here you are in Russia. You got to figure out how to square that circle. But an interview in and of itself. Christiane Amanpour had put out on X, she's with CNN, and um, absolutely somebody with an agenda. We've all been trying to get interviews with Vladimir Putin for years, and it, it seemed to me that she was trying to make the argument that you're only getting this interview because you are on his side, or you're going to make him look good. Uh, that's certainly possible. We don't know until we see the interview. Is it going to be edited? Some people saying that his interview with, um, for example, uh, Kanye West was edited to take out some of the crazy that Kanye was engaged in. Well, I'm not in favor of anything being edited. 
I'm in favor of the interview and then showing it in, in full. But I can't accuse the man of engaging in doctoring of an interview with Vladimir Putin until I see the interview. But certainly if there was any doctoring of an interview with Kanye West to make him look, for example, less like a Jew-hating bigot, well, I would say that's a real issue. The interview in and of itself, the idea of it, no, uh, if you do interviews, and yes, you can consider yourself a journalist in that regard, you do interviews. You don't like the person doing the interview? That's... That is radically inconsequential. Now, what is in the interview? How is the interview presented? Is this, is this something that is detailed or rather something that is um, propagandist? Well, we don't know that until we see the thing. Would I assume that Vladimir Putin wouldn't do an interview that didn't make him look favorable? No. It would be my assumption that there's no interview that Vladimir Putin would do that doesn't make him look favorable. There is no uh, footage that could find its way out of Russia that didn't make him look favorable. This is this is absolutely my take. That to think that somehow... This this won't be uh, a, a a PR piece is is almost laughable based on what we know about Vladimir Putin. You think this KGB is gonna say yeah you know it, it, I I've killed all these Ukrainians it's my fault ah what can I say I'm just a power hungry freak that's not coming that's not happening. I'm going to see an interview that t- discusses the evil of American hegemony and, and, and how the West needs to be be put in a box. This is the interview? I didn't know this already? Well, then it would be a question of what pushback is there. So I'm not getting worked up by it. There's nothing to discuss until you see it. But as much as you would do the interview, and I would too, How you present the interview, well, that's where the reputation is on the line. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Jim Ursay speaks, or so I'm told. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. The owner of the Indianapolis Colts putting out on X, that's that's uh, the, the, the Twitter people, on the mend, grateful for all the messages of love and support. It's gotten one million views. One million views. Of course, uh, it is Jim Irsay who uh, 
the Colts told us was recovering from a respiratory illness. That coming after the police were called to his home because he was turning blue as the police report discusses it. Unresponsive and barely breathing. So this respiratory issue came after police showed up to his home on December 8th, finding him unconscious. Narcan was used, according to the report from Carmel, Indiana Police. I don't know why I said Carmel, Indiana. We know where it is. So this is what I know. I know that there are other people who have access to Jim Irsay's Twitter uh, feed, as per the reporting. I have no reason to think that this isn't Jim Irsay who put it out there, but I have no idea. This is the uh, We asked the question, was it last week, the week before, how come nobody's heard from Jim Irsay? What is going on? This is the first we've heard. I have no idea what this means to the future of the team, anything else. I only hope the man's okay. But once we know he's okay, there seem to be a lot of questions that have to get answered by the NFL and the Colts organization. Such as, uh, do Jim Irsay's issues preclude him from being an owner? Or from running the team on a day-to-day basis? And shouldn't he be focused on taking care of himself? Maybe I don't get to make that call. That doesn't mean the questions aren't going to get asked. Just for the sake of clarity. And then there is the story of Regions Tower. IBJ reporting that they missed a payment. There was a a loan that needed to be paid off. uh, Paid back. It didn't get paid back in time. There's now a lawsuit in Marion County Superior Court saying that the the tower missed an October 1st payment or deadline to pay off an an outstanding balance. $75 million of loans altogether. We have been discussing something going on in commercial real estate. And that will be coming in 2024 and 2025. Where those who have purchased commercial properties, large-scale properties, and certainly uh, even, even on the smaller side, are going to try, are going to have uh, payments come due, and that's usually when they engage a refinance, try and get a better interest rate, you know, extend things out. This is this is part of the plan. Well, if you borrowed the money at 3.5%, and now the money is 6%, refinancing now becomes a massive problem. So that could create a massive problem for all of these types of large-scale uh real estate holdings that they give back to the bank and say, sorry, have a nice day. You figure it out. Is this the start? I can't answer that question. But uh, certainly it's, it's, it's not good. And then there's the question of exactly how many people are in this tower, according to the building's website, as reported by Mickey Shuey over at the IBJ, it's 75% occupied. Okay. 75% and you're not making your payment? Something doesn't compute. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning.
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. That the amount of hostages thought to be held by Hamas in Gaza are no longer alive. Israeli officials stating that 32 of the 136 hostages thought to be in Gaza have been killed. Now, first, Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Uh, Second, I will say to you clearly... I have no idea what Israel is waiting for here. I do not understand the mathematics of not going in with the desire to end Hamas. For all of the Jew haters across Indianapolis, whether they be on the city county council or whether it be in uh, the, the, the university set, this all ends when Hamas gives up hostages. Was a, I was part of a conversation, well, I attended a conversation yesterday uh, put on by uh, Dr. Lou Profeta, who uh, is an, an ER doc in, in Indianapolis, who uh, after uh, Hamas's uh, terrorist attack on Israel, went to Israel to help train doctors and, and lend his support. And he was six miles from the Lebanese border. And rockets raining down and people forget that Hezbollah is a, is a serious, serious threat. And his his argument is, uh, for the people saying that we need a ceasefire, release the hostages. This all ends. I am not somebody who actually believes that. This ends when Hamas is destroyed, and this is going to take two generations to do. We are not having a conversation here solely about, well, if they just gave back the hostages, everything would be better. Things only get better when Hamas is destroyed and the mindset is gone. I am looking at the long game here with the clear recognition that if we don't understand how this affects American culture, American lives, us, right here in Indiana, we're lost. Look at the people who gather on the streets of Indianapolis to chant and cheer for genocide. High school newspapers refer to Israel as committing a genocide when this is simply not the case. The radical Jew-hater, Rashida Tlaib, without anybody telling her to shut her mouth, engaged in conversations like this. Here we go again. Sending $17.6 billion U.S. tax dollars with no conditions attached to Netanyahu's extremist government to drop more bombs on innocent Palestinians. The Israeli government has already killed 27,000 people. 11,500 of them were children. 
I'm tired of my colleagues coming to me whispering. I don't really like Netanyahu. Well, then why are we sending him billions of dollars with no conditions? He literally is telling us over and over again what his intention is. Funny, Hamas has told us what their intention is. Anybody who trusts a number from the Gazan Health Ministry, that is Hamas giving you the number, is a damn fool. And if you don't want to send them money, don't. Let them fight it out. But you should explain, Representative Tlaib, the polling that shows uh, that uh, people in Gaza would vote for Hamas again, which you cannot. You think that you are on the side of right and righteous. You are on the side of terrorism. Now, you say that about me, and my answer is okay. Let them fight it out. But one side wants to protect their children by using missiles, and one side wants to protect their missiles by using children. That's the ball game. And anybody who thinks that releasing hostages makes that stop With all due respect, we haven't gone the second step. This is going to take decades. There's a reason Moses wandered 40 years in the desert. This is going to take generations to get this hate out of people's heads. Until we start recognizing that, we've got a real issue here. And this issue affects us in Indiana because it is only the most low minds that you often see protesting on the circle that somehow think that if just Israel would stop existing, it would all be over. No part of that is true. If Israel is the little Satan and America is the great Satan, you're next. Your kids are next. The protest is about you. Haven't you already seen that from the political left? There's this whole conversation about Jews being the canary in the coal mine. The concept that the canary, if the canary dies, the, uh, the air is unsafe. You got to get out of the coal mine. Only Americans, uh, really, only liberal white women could somehow think their kids will be safe. Only liberal white women could be that absolutely inept and pathetic. You're not. Only liberal white women would believe, well, you know, the problem is Netanyahu. It's a coalition government right now. This is all of Israel on board. But no, why should Rashida Tlaib tell you the truth when it's easier just to do this? This wasn't my, my plan. I, I actually have so, some audio to share from, uh, from The View. Oh, they're protecting a Biden is just, is so precious, precious. Oh, my goodness. It'll may, bring a tear to your eye. And then you realize, my God, these people are cultists. Well, that's what we're seeing now. This cult that wants Israel destroyed, that wants Jews destroyed. If you think they're done with Israel and Jews, you just, with all due respect, you're purposefully not paying attention. It's time to get your head out of wherever it is your head is. Her argument about why are we sending the money, fine, don't send the money. Don't, vote against it, it's okay by me. But let's be clear about your intentions. Your intention is to support Hamas, just like Andre Carson, 
just like Ilhan Omar, just like Ocasio-Cortez, just like Jamal Bowman, just like Ayanna Presley. That's your de- that is de facto what you're saying. My response is to be a Zionist. I believe in Israel's right to exist, and I believe in Israel's right to defend itself. Let them fight. I've been having this conversation for months. I haven't heard an argument yet. The only argument is, well, the problem is Israel. No, no, no. Your problem is that you picked a fight with a power that can actually fight back. And if you want to really get into the detail, the nitty gritty of why you see these protests and why they continue. Yes, of of course, uh, they're Jew haters. That's easy. Yes, of course, they're America haters. They hate your kids. That's easy. They are amazed that Israel hasn't stopped. Because usually the world gets up in arms and Israel says, okay, we'll calm down. And that hasn't happened. And this is my point. Israel shouldn't stop. This is a war and this war will not end until Hamas is gone and two decades have gone by. At least a generation. So let's get started on that right now. And don't worry about people like Rashida Tlaib. These people are going to hate you until you're gone, and then they'll hate somebody else because that's who they are. And I think we should focus on who we are. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. That's the girl what she wanted to be. She said, baby. So the Nevada primary took place yesterday. Nevada does two things. They do a caucus, they do a primary. The caucus gives delegates on the Republican side. The primary does not. Now, as for why Nikki Haley would be part of the primary and not the caucus, weird. But then again, she's not paying any attention to Nevada at all. She paid no attention to Nevada. Her entire future is South Carolina where the latest poll, the Washington Post Monmouth poll, as reported by Real Clear Politics, has her down by 26. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. I appreciate it if you would be a part of what we're building over there. This is uh, ugly numbers. It's uglier in the story when you realize that Nikki Haley in the Nevada Republican presidential primary took 33% of the vote which is nothing because Mike Pence took 4%. Tim Scott took 1.3%. And you're like, they haven't been on the ballot for a while. It gets worse because with 60.4% of the vote, none of these candidates, and when I say none of these candidates, I mean that people in... Nevada, in the primary, 60% of them voted for none of the above instead of Nikki Haley. 
That is embarrassing. That's outrageously embarrassing. That's insane. Except it won't matter tomorrow. That's the weirdest part. This is a one-day story. And then after that, it's over. It's gone. It disappears. It won't matter. But for one day, it's a bad story. That it is. I think the worst story is that Nikki Haley can't get any traction. She can get no traction at all. None. She cannot, in her home state, get to a place where there is activity and there is movement. What's, what, what does one do with this information? How does one maneuver when you cannot get any movement? Right now, you have got Joe Biden with a disapproval rate of 55.4%. You have got Trump beating the crap out of Nikki Haley. Everything is on track for a Trump-Biden rematch. And Biden is in the worst shape of his life. And oh, by the way, Biden shouldn't be president today. It's funny, I discussed this yesterday. And now you've got Congressman Dean Phillips, who's a Democrat, running against him, saying, are we all nuts? Look at him. He can't do this, which is a conversation we will continue to have. Oh, let Joe run. It'll be easy to beat. What do I do between now and, and Inauguration Day with a guy who doesn't know where he is, who is actually having conversations about how he talks to dead people? Sorry, the nation comes first. And Joe Biden can't run a nation. Anybody thinks otherwise is out of their head, which will bring us to the ladies of the view soon enough. Uh, The impeachment folly of the Republican Party when it came to Mayorkas and the credit card debt numbers are out. Yeah, you have reason to be concerned. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. They're doing to Secretary Mayorkas is baseless, is shameful. That's not what the Americans want to see. Americans want to see Congress coming together in a bipartisan way, just like the Senate was able to do in coming forward with a bipartisan bill to deal with the border, to deal with an immigration uh, issue that the president believes is so important. The president doesn't believe it. He was told it. The bill itself is done. Senator Todd Young is a no on the border bill. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Putting it out on the X. I intend to vote no tomorrow, which is today, but I remain hopeful that we can find a path to improving our border security and the enforcement of them. I mean, he went out of his way to be laudatory of Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma, who uh, that guy, I mean, he's just getting crushed crushed 
And I've shared his thoughts on on banking and how he goes uh, directly uh, at, at Janet Yellen for basically trying to put the the kibosh on regional banks. And I thought it was excellent work. I also looked at this legislation and said no. And remember, if if the White House was serious, Republicans passed border legislation 270 plus days ago that Chuck Schumer never did anything with it. And, and Chuck Schumer never did anything with it. Oh, it only comes from Democrats? Is it good? Oh, this is bipartisan. It wasn't good. The only thing worse than no deal is a bad deal. And the biggest problem with this legislation regarding the border wasn't, oh, Trump just wanted it killed. No, 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 no. You think Senator Todd Young is doing things because Trump wants it? <laughs> oh, you're funny. You are funny. Well, the problem is Todd Young only did this because he read the tea leaves and so everybody was against it, and that's why he's against it. Okay, sure. Listen, whatever you have to tell yourself to make yourself feel good, knock yourself out. He's a no vote. The problem with this legislation is that every place they engage a maneuver about protecting the border, they engage a, a parallel that could render it moot whether it be by the Secretary of Homeland Security, in this case, Alejandro Mayorkas, who they tried to impeach yesterday and fell short because three Republicans voted against it. Democrats are always in lockstep. Republicans are always doing their own things. This is why Democrats are better at this, because they're always in lockstep. They force their members to do things. They threaten their members to do things. They, they, they create incredible pressure. They're always in lockstep. An idea can come out yesterday, and today every Democrat is voting for it. They didn't. They never thought about the thing. All of a sudden, they're like, yep, absolutely, this is what we have to do. Now, why would uh, Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, bring an impeachment proceeding where Steve Scalise isn't there, he's having a medical procedure, you've got Republicans against it, you have the thinnest of majorities, I don't know. And Congressman Mike Gallagher's taking it on the chin because he was a no vote, but on a procedural level, so they could bring this back. This guy's getting abused left and right, and he doesn't deserve any of it. Of course I would move to impeach Mayorkas. They said they're going to bring it back next week. Bring it back next week. Absolutely bring it back. No question about it. This legislation is not worth it. That stinks. And if you ask me why we have this issue, why it is that we should vote against it, let me bring you the words of Representative Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. Speaking with uh, Senator Ed Markey, there in D.C., uh, I think in front of uh, of the Capitol. And we're going to do it with young people leading us all across our country and all across the world. She's making little videos. So happy all free on the border bill. You talked about how it wouldn't secure the border, the border deal. What makes you say that it wouldn't actually 
do anything to fix the situation. Uh, because we need to pass the documentation of citizenship in order to prevent this pile on at the border. We do have to go, guys. Maybe you missed it. The border bill is no good because we need to document everybody who's coming over the border. Meaning open borders, meaning pathway to citizenship, meaning full-on amnesty. I'm opposed to the legislation because it would allow 5,000 people a day to claim amnesty. She's opposed to the legislation because it only allows 5,000 people a day. We're both saying the same thing in different directions. I want it to be zero. She wants it to be unlimited. And if this is the way the Democratic Party is, well, then why would I believe that they want this legislation and they're really strong about the border? I don't. It was a ruse. It deserves the no vote it's going to get. Top of the hour there from Ryan Hedrick in the WIBC newsroom. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Senate Republicans advancing a bill that would protect intellectual diversity. This from State Senator Spencer Deary. Intellectual diversity. What are we... What are we uh, discussing here? Well, as the Indianapolis or the Indiana Capitol Chronicle reports, tightening lawmaker oversight of Indiana's public colleges and universities for intellectual diversity purposes drew opposition in the Senate, but cleared the chamber along party lines. This is Senate Bill 202, a reform effort intended to reverse those declining views of higher education. The quote, infringing on academic freedom is a red line we should not cross, but we don't need to give up on these values to curb the excessive politicization and viewpoint discrimination that threatens our state's workforce goals. So uh, he, he states the number of Hoosier students and parents who view higher education as a monolithic echo chamber, coddling students with minority but scholarly viewpoints or ostracized faculty or students with different viewpoints is significant. What he is discussing, I believe, of course, is that conservatives are not allowed a voice on college campuses, and if they do, they don't get into clubs, and if they're professors, they don't get uh, certain opportunities. This is fact. Universities are bigoted places towards conservatives in the vast majority of cases. These are the facts as presented. It's not that there are more liberal viewpoints than conservative viewpoints. It's that conservative viewpoints are not allowed. We have poll after poll of students, so-called leaders intellectually, who believe that it's okay to shout someone down because they disagree with them. It's okay to silence the uh, people you disagree with. It's okay to engage in violent acts to stop people from speaking. These people aren't liberal. They're completely illiberal. Said differently, they're amongst the dumbest people who ever lived. They are the authoritarians. They're jerks. The problem is nobody on a college campus ever looks at the students engaged in some level of protest trying to shut somebody up and says, my God, you're a bunch of jerks. Stop being a bunch of jerks. 
Life would be so much better if a couple of professors looked at these students and said, stop being jerks. But the students would get all offended. <gasps> my gosh, you called me a name. I now have to call my mom or, or I should, sorry, not mom, birthing person. And then I will complain to the dean and I'll show you. You're a 19 year old putz. The problem is no one ever called you a 19 year old putz. It's okay. We were all 19 once and we were all putzes. Every single one of us was a schmuck at 19. Why would you be any different? Oh, you got it all figured out. You were tapped with the secret knowledge. You were kissed on the forehead Mwah! by God himself with the secret knowledge. And you now have to pat us all on the head and teach us. But we're not really smart enough to understand it all. My gosh, we could never keep up with your massive intellect. So you got to just baby feed us, spoon feed us, little bites. That's what you have to do. Holy cow, you believe this? Of course you do. You're 19. And if professors told 19-year-olds to shut the hell up, sit down in the classroom and study, we'd all be better off. That would happen if college presidents were really focused on in, uh, administration doing their job and professors actually teaching and not indoctrinating. But when you indoctrinate and you tell all these students how special they are and important they are and you let the inmates run the asylum... You're going to get a lot of infringements in academic freedom. You're going to get a tremendous amount of bigotry. You are going to get people who are new to the world and think their new thought is the only thought as opposed to recognizing through, I don't know, reading a book that other people have had these thoughts before. And if they go back in history, maybe some of these thoughts didn't work out too well. The opponents of this legislation, Senate Bill 202, they argue that the changes would harm students and faculty members, as reported by the Capitol Chronicle. Um, and it would overly burden public institutions. With all due respect, I don't give a damn if a public institution is overburdened. Overburdened with ensuring that people can speak freely and not be discriminated against? If that's too much of a burden for IU, Purdue, or Ball State, tell them to close. I dare a Democrat in the General Assembly to tell me that these colleges are overburdened. Maybe they should hire less people for DEI and more people to ensure that free speech can happen. Overburdened problems solved. Look at me. I figured it out in five seconds. Who wants ice cream? Because we got time for ice cream now. What? With no more overburdening. That you have to go through these things that we actually have to have these things. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But it's more embarrassing that Democrats would vote against it. Because you are stating that you don't believe in free speech at all. You believe that universities that get, cut, that get federal money and state money should be allowed license to discriminate. Why do you believe this? Why do you favor this? Well, it's about academic freedom. It's about students having the right to speak out. You mean the students you like? You mean the students you want to speak out? I think free speech actually belongs to people. But free speech doesn't actually exist on a college campus because the college has rules. And if you want free speech, you leave the college campus. You don't attend the university. They've got rules. 
I have a deal with Urban One. Uh, they own the radio station, people. There are rules. I've got seven words I'm not allowed to use on radio. I actually have a couple more because, you know, some people don't like certain things being said. Never on content, but yes on words. That's the deal. What? The 19-year-old college student can't accept the fact they have a deal? Tell them to sit down, shut up, and study. And if you say to me, that is so mean, no. That is what is necessary so they can gather the information and build the intellect to then make rational decisions as opposed to emotional decisions, or worse, thinking that the decision they came up with was somehow the first time in history it was ever come up with. Because that rarely happens. That you have to have this legislation is nutty. That Democrats are opposed to this legislation, like uh, Minority Leader Greg Taylor, man, that's just obscene. I don't know if there's any other way to say it. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm wearing my Ukraine tie, my Ukraine pin, which I've been wearing because they're, they're in dire straits right now defending themselves against a Russian onslaught. A brutal conquest. The clock is ticking. Every week, every month that passes without new aid Ukraine means fewer artillery shells, fewer defense air, air defense systems, fewer tools for Ukraine to defend itself against this Russian onslaught. Just what Putin wants. For okay, first of all, uh, now do uh, homeless veterans and the onslaught uh, of what they deal with every day, what with uh, weather and um, uh, the the threats on the streets, and let's take care of them first, and then we can take care of Ukraine. And I'm a guy who favors funding Ukraine. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. Don't wear the tie in the pin. It's weird. It's weird and it's performative. I favor supporting Ukraine. Do it in a separate piece of legislation, vote it up or down. But let's give up the ghost on the idea that Ukraine is going to win this thing. We had hopes. Ukraine did better than we all thought. Everyone thought Russia was going to roll right over them. It turns out, as usual, Russia can't roll anything. They they don't have they don't have a single skill set except throwing bodies at a problem and wearing down the other guy. Their history proves this. And that's exactly what they're doing. And Russia has more bodies to throw at this than Ukraine. Ukraine is going to give up land. That's what's going to happen. The only way that doesn't happen is if NATO, the United States, puts boots on the ground. And the answer to that is all hell no. So, you're not going to stop the Russian onslaught. It just won't stop. What you have to do to make it stop, you're not willing to do. Okay, I can appreciate this. So stop thinking that this is the answer. I don't mind sending them bullets. I do mind paying for the retirement funds. But all this talk behind the scenes better come to fruition. 
this ends with Ukraine giving up land because that's how it's going to end. And every other conversation is nutty. Did I say hello, Tony Katz? 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, That is just one of 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 a few things going on. The other one, of course, is about the impeachment of Mayorkas and how it failed in the House of Representatives. But there was a procedural move made by Congressman Mike Gallagher. And in this procedural move, they're going to be able to bring this back. Now, why did you bring it forward when you didn't have Congressman Steve Scalise? I don't know. You, you didn't have the votes. Oh, do I, do I have to play the music? Really? I just figured we'd, we would know. Okay, sure. You don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. <laughs> You're going to need congressional approval and you don't have the votes. Happy. Happy to do it. Um. So Gallagher engages a no vote, but it's a procedural vote to allow this to come back. And he's taking it on the chin. Man, you want to screw something up, bring it to Republicans to do. Holy cow. This could have been done with such cleanliness. Why why you didn't is beyond me. Beyond me. For sure. But I'm fine with bringing it back if I've learned anything from the political left. If you first you don't get them with impeachment, try, try again. That's the... That's the argument. Then there is the news that Ronna McDaniel is going to step down as the RNC chair. It's about time. And then you have Matt Gates putting out on Twitter that Kevin McCarthy would be a great head of the RNC. He's a fundraiser. He's organized. He doesn't have to do any policy. He won't cave to Democrats because he won't have the chance to. Perfect choice. I endorse him. Allow some clarity for a moment. First of all, maybe Kevin McCarthy will be the new head of the RNC. Beats me. But all of this that we're seeing in Congress, all of this not having the, 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 the amount of people, not having the, uh, the, the, the leads, not having the ability to, to, to focus, this is all because we removed Kevin McCarthy. Nothing is better. No deal has been made better. Republicans aren't stronger or smarter. Matt Gates was wrong. It wasn't a plan. It was an emotional nonsense attack. And people yelled at me, of course it was a plan. This is so good. Nah, nah, it kind of sucks. I'm not interested in anybody's emotions except for my children. I'm interested in the focus of the thing. Republicans have screwed this up. There was nothing that came from getting rid of Kevin McCarthy. Zero. And the people who tell themselves, oh, it was so important. These are people who just like to tell themselves stories. Stories don't get things done. I don't know how much more proof you need of that. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC. The Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show. Sundays, 9 a.m. WIBC. WIBC. 
Futures.com. Dow Futures up 46. NASDAQ Futures up 75. The people over at Yum Brands, not too happy. KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut, that's all part of a group called Yum Brands, Y-U-M as in mm, yum. Uh, They are uh, falling short of same-store sales expectations. So translation, Matt Bear, not enough late-night runs to Taco Bell for you. You have not been getting enough uh, Gordito Crunch Supreme, whatever it is, over there. you got to add the Mexican pizza to your overnight eating or you aren't living. True. Although it has been 20 years since I've been to a Taco Bell. Really? That long? Oh, oh, it's been a very long time. And you're sane. Well, Look at me. <laughs> How about that? Look at me right here or right now. By the way, can I can I take a moment? You know, we do a lot of interesting things here uh, at, at WIBC, and people are doing all sorts of, uh, of stuff. Of course, you know, we, we've got the show, and we've got the midday show. We've got Eat, Drink, Smoke, the Cigar and Bourbon show, and we do things in the show. Like, we do the TK Music Moment presented by Kill-A-Dent. You want to get the dents removed from your car? Kill-A-Dent-Removal.com. Uh, These are the people. They'll come to you with the mobile uh, dent uh, removal and and repair, and, and, and we do this, and we actually did a, a special uh, TK Music Moment on Monday because of the grand it would they have fast car Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs uh sadly the clip that we had you should check that out there uh, producer Carl uh they took down the clip because it was uh I guess it was a copyright issue from the Grammys so we got to find another version of that from the Grammys uh but check out the page TK music moment presented by Killadent. go go check that out so we do all these like unique things in the show and then we do things outside the show Matt Bear and Ryan Hedrick have started a new podcast which is as personal and as fascinating. I, I didn't tell Matt I was going to discuss this. Uh, it, it's 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 kind of of remarkable, and I, I know you guys have discussed it. You've put out the uh, the the post about it. You have the 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 new uh, handle on on Twitter X. Are, are you talking about this publicly, Matt? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Ta- You're doing a podcast about recovery. Correct. Yes. And- so. You and Ryan Hedrick from the WIBC Newsroom, our anchor here for Tony Katz in the Morning News. How did this How did this happen? Well, Ryan and I went to coffee one morning. Um, our boss, David, said, uh, he's in recovery, you're in recovery, why don't you guys talk and link up? And we had coffee together. We, we became fast friends, as they say. And uh, we said, let's do a podcast. Let's talk about some of this stuff. Because you, you put two... <laughs> Alcoholics or addicts in the same room together who are sober. They're bound to talk about recovery, and we really think we can help out, Tony. Um, we're, we're talking to not just addicts and alcoholics. We're talking to the people, like what, what we like to call people behind the people, the, the people that help the alcoholics and addicts. Uh, a lot of people that are listening because addiction touches so many lives, and my God, the things we put people through, the things I put you through in the audience, you know, here at the radio station, and we can address these things now. Now that we have a couple of years of sobriety, by no means out of the woods, we never are. But now we have a chance to say things like, hey, these are the signs you can look for. Hey, this is how to get somebody into treatment. And hey, maybe this is a way to pay for it because recovery being something that's that's becoming normalized is something new to society right now. I mean, when I was a kid, shame on me when I was in my 20s. I was like, well, if you're an alcoholic, stop drinking. It's not that easy, man. It's 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 not like that. It, it, so, it is the disease of addiction, and, and we're talking about that. 
So this is you. This is Ryan Hedrick. What is the name of the podcast? Supporting Sobriety. We are on Twitter, and I've messed this up a thousand times. It's at Sobriety underscore pod. At Sobriety underscore pod. We're up and live there. We're also on Instagram at the same handle, at Sobriety underscore pod. We are hoping, we're hoping the first five episodes drop either today or sometime this week. That's what so we're sobriety for. underscore pod is where you follow it on Instagram and on X. The podcast is only available. To, well, it's it's through WIBC.com, but it's on all the podcast platforms. Hey, the trailer's on Spotify right now if you want to listen. Uh, we have a two-minute trailer where we share some stories, share some insights, and uh, people can go listen to the trailer right now, and that's where they'll eventually be able to find the episodes as well. And, and I can't say enough about Ryan. He, he's our new morning anchor, but this man is also an assassin of recovery. He knows his stuff. He's really well-studied, and, and he inspires me. It's it's going to be something good, Tony. We're really excited about it. It's a chance to help, man. That's what it is. You know? Did you just call him an assassin at recovery? Yeah, it's it's not my not the thing. Thank you, Kerr, for laughing at that. Not the best term I, I could probably use. No, it, it, it was, no, it wasn't. It was. Um, it was I'm going to give you a chance to redo that. Okay, he he, he knows his recovery. Um, how about that? He knows oh, I would have called he, him an assassin of recovery. He's but an assassin of recovery. You know, and um, yeah, yeah, he, he's really good at it. But you know, I, I know a couple of things. I'm usually, you know, it's it, it is what it is. But it's 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 going to be is something really good. The thing that. When when I heard this was happening, the thing that hit me, and and I have, I I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it yet. Um, you're a pretty private dude. This is not a private thing to do, man, at all. What got you to say, yeah, I, I'm I'm willing to put to voice this? I don't know. Um, I I I I'm still trying to figure that out. To me, it's an opportunity. Uh, to, to get out there and say, yeah, I want to be honest about. Uh, I want to be honest about this because I, I, I guess I have a little bit of shame from the way I thought when I was a kid, and I have a little shame of the way I thought when I was in my thirties. You know, I always said people would say, "My God, you drink a lot," and, and you know, there gets to a point where where it's not cool anymore if it ever was to begin with. And I kept going, thinking, "Well, that's just me." This is how people lovely. This is how people accept me, and and that's never true. So there's some shame with me in my line of thinking, and I never speak for Ryan, but this is just me personally. Um, so maybe it's some sort of living amends that I'm making, some sort of redemption. As I say, okay, this is how much I've taken in my life, and I've taken a lot, Tony. Maybe I can give a little bit back in this respect. You know, we we have a little experience being on the radio. We definitely have a lot of experience being drunk or high, and we have a lot of experience in being in recovery now. It's a miracle, and we want to show people that miracle, especially to the people behind the people, you know, the people that are helping, guys like me, the alcoholics, the drunks in recovery, and, you know, I wouldn't be sober without, you know, people listening right now, you know, to the listeners, to the people at Matt in Traffic, to you, you know, it's, it's everybody involved. Kurt Darling here, uh, just, it's... It's a group. That's what we're trying to show. You don't do it on your own. You do not get better by yourself. You have to have help. And that's a very hard for, like you said, a private guy like me. You know, you have to ask for help to be able to do this. So if you can do that, once you can do that, then you start to have the ability to talk about it. And then you want to tell those stories because you're like, hey, this happened to me. Maybe I can keep it from happening to somebody else. So on Twitter, X, on Instagram, sobriety underscore pod is where you follow it. And the name of the podcast again? Supporting Sobriety. Supporting Supporting Sobriety. sobriety. 
Uh, and it's very kind of you to, to name all the people you name. But honestly, I wouldn't give Kurt Darling any credit for anything. He did nothing. Well, he just laughed at me, laughed at my face. So yeah, know, Again, proving my point. Kurt Darling <laughs> does nothing. Uh, yeah, God bless all of you guys. God bless the people. You've got- Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. To attack the cop in New York, they did hop a bus, and they have now been arrested. I don't even know if throwing them out of the country is good enough. Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning, but I sure as hell don't want to feed them, so I don't want them in a jail cell. I don't want them getting any of that from American citizens. I want a border that works and doesn't encourage illegal immigration. And I want legislation that can actually have purpose and doesn't build into it carve-outs and caveats that prevent the actual legislation from being applied. The border bill is not going to go through. Senator Todd Young is a no. Senator Mike Braun is a no. I did reach out to Senator Young's office to try and get him on the show. Hopefully we'll be able to coordinate that and really dig in here. Impeachment of Mayorkas failed because the Republicans are the Republicans. We'll get into that on Tony Katz today as well. Uh, and and so I, I've been discussing I'm building a new studio space. And the studio space is going to be for, for this and for, for Eat, Drink, Smoke. And we're going to be smoking cigars in there. We're putting in the whole system, the smoke eater. And, the, and we're going to, you know, the, the venting for moving the smoke out, getting the fresh air in. And so I'm looking for some furniture for, for the... For, for 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 the room and there's like some some leather chairs or maybe some like leatherette kind of chairs and so I've been looking in consignment shops online and and, and Facebook Marketplace I've been looking for these chairs and I and I come across one of these uh, consignment places and the first thing I'm hit with is a deal they're offering on a members only jacket and I just want to say for the record that if the first thing I see as a potential customer is you trying to sell me a members-only jacket, I'm going someplace else. Uh, for those of you who don't know, members-only was a thing, I think, in the 80s, and um, nobody knows why. Nobody could actually explain to you why it was a thing. It's like the Catch Me Outside girl from Dr. Phil. Nobody knows why that was a thing, but turns out she can make a million dollars on OnlyFans because some people are freaks. Members only? I'm telling you right now, if you know somebody in your life with a members only jacket, you have to rethink everything. By the way, is members only still in business? Because if so, I don't know, they'd be a great sponsor for the... Uh, sobriety podcast from from matt bear great sponsor everybody's welcome everybody gets to be a member 